So we're live. Again. Yeah. Hi everyone. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure if there's anyone there, but hi Fabio, first of all. Um, Good evening. <laughs> again, and this time, as you can see, of course, uh, at another um, another time, another day. But that's that's gonna be <laughs> how, how it uh, how it works with this uh, with this format. Uh, in uh, you know. That can be a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not sure, but when when we can, we'll go live. So, <laughs> um, try. Yeah, welcome everyone again. Uh, for second episode, actually. Uh, so excited that we like we did it. I wasn't really <laughs> uh, thinking we could do this uh, next episode in just you know uh, a week from the from the first one. But thanks to Fabio once again. Uh, we are uh, we're live today, uh, and what you can see is uh, security break, like the the format where we just take our time and uh, read some uh, you know recent news about the security reel, uh, and uh, yeah, just have a chat about it. Um, today again uh, in the second episode we have uh, Fabio Zambrino with me. Um, for you know people who didn't watch the first episode and. By the way, you should on YouTube. Uh, it's, uh, it's still there. So Fabio is, uh, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but security analyst for the um, Swiss uh, cyber, cyber uh, sorry, super, super, compute, super, super computing, <laughs> yeah, super computing uh, research center in uh, Switzerland. Uh, so welcome again. And uh, yeah. Uh, I'm happy to see you uh, again today. Thanks, Giorgio. Uh, it's it's a pleasure for me again. Uh, what to say? It's it's amazing. Last time was amazing for me. I enjoyed a lot the, our chat. So uh, you you asked again for for this episode. I said yes. I mean, so why not? Let's do it again. <laughs> I've lost you. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, now I see you again moving. Sorry, sorry for the, for who is yeah. following us live, but you, I think you had just a small connection issue. Yeah, it happens. Uh, sorry for that. Anyway, um, so of course um, the the form of this is the same. So we selected a um, small number of news. Uh, that seems to be uh, particularly interesting from the from the last week. Uh, we hope that they will be interested uh, interesting for you as well. So you know, just uh, do not let's not uh, let's not you know lose any more time and uh, uh, let's have a look at the news we uh, we selected for today. So I should just try. To before you go, okay. before you go, I will yeah. repeat again. If somebody lost the last the first episode where we, we were quite stressed at the beginning. So please go back to, to YouTube channel, to the YouTube channel and and have a look at it. So we would like to hear from you also some feedbacks to to see how it works. And even from the I know that on YouTube you will see the, the recorded one, but maybe on the timing, because we can try to adapt also to have some interaction with, with you guys from from home. Yeah, absolutely. Like, 
I, Fabio knows already, but the idea behind this is to like shares, uh, you know, thoughts, ideas, and, uh, you know, um, uh, especially exploiting the, the, the background and the knowledge and the skills that everyone has, because from just one single, you know, fact or news, uh, you can, uh, you know, uh, discuss about so many things and stuff, and that all depends on the knowledge of anyone. So, of course, I exploit Fabio, Fabio's knowledge, else who will, you know, interact with us in the chat will be great. So. Uh, feel free to do that but anyway cool so let me share my screen here oops so you should see my screen i think so yep uh... um and uh yeah we got it so first news for tonight um so this is there are a lot of things to talk about here. So um, this is about uh, VPNs and, you know, specifically uh, free VPNs that are there. So even before starting with this, um, you know, what's a VPN? What are we going to talk about? Um, so VPNs, things stands for like virtual private networks. So basically they are well, uh, technologies or tools that enable um, you to connect to uh, another network in a private way, in a secure way. So basically, you can connect to, the, to that network, let's say your company's network, uh, for example, when uh, you have to, to work remotely. And the connection between your home network, like your computer and uh, the, the business network, uh, it's uh, it's encrypted, right? So uh, technically, no one can uh, listen uh, into it, um, and uh, uh, you know you can securely also access the internal services that are um, provided in the corporate network, right? Uh, that's I think what they they were developed in the first place, right? Yeah, the idea uh, is exactly to to. To have this private connection and i want to highlight the private part because nowadays we we hear about vpns uh, so vpn as a service uh, provided by you know many vendors or people around and nowadays with mobile phones also uh, with single applications running on the mobile phone directly you don't know what's the back end there and mm -hmm. you're connecting to this vpn service which is not really private so yes the connection maybe it's secured it's encrypted it's um, following all the standards let's say but then you're giving your data to the endpoint where you connect to yeah i think we'll, we'll reach to that point uh, because that's exactly you know what the news is about. So technically, the point is that that technology that was you know I think in the, in the first place developed just for companies or just when when you have to uh, uh, you know securely secure the access to your uh, organization network. Now they are also uh, sold to uh, you know consumers, so private people, yeah. just to you know that's that's actually a, a good 
probably you know goal but just with the goal of uh, um making your connection to any site or to any service on the on the internet private right yeah. just because you don't want maybe to to share what you are doing what you are um visiting with anyone you want to be you want an extra layer of security right uh, on your daily connections uh, for you know whatever reason anyone can have uh, their own uh, um you know reasons and for that reason as you said uh, you know, Fabio, uh there are a lot of really a lot of different um uh, you know providers nowadays right yep. uh, both free providers and uh actually you know uh, uh paid ones paid yes yes and you know i i'm based in switzerland and i look to many videos podcasts in switzerland and, and in italy and one of the one of the most uh, advertised uh, or one of the most paying paying advertisement uh, is uh, a, a vpn provider so a famous mm -hmm. one and every time I, I look at it i understand when people try to to advertise it like when you're abroad you can you can use your connection mm -hmm. uh, in a more secure way so maybe if you are in countries where you don't have a full internet connection uh open internet connection where you have restrictions you can use you can you can continue to use every service so there i can understand but then most of the people uh, is advertising like you can continue to look at your streaming platforms from abroad uh, with with the italian swiss catalog uh, just so that if you are like at home and you know yeah, this I, is actually that that makes me crazy like, <laughs> because i don't yeah. know i feel like that that's not really a, like a legal thing like you're providing a tool to you know uh avoid restrictions uh, that are made for your country <laughs> anyway i don't know uh I'm, I'm not sure that that's really legit anyway that's the same in italy there you know they are advertising that in the same way and the point is that just when you use one of those services it's true that you encrypt your traffic but the other consequence is that your connection looks like it's starting from the VPN VPN server. So it depends where the VPN server is placed. And those providers have also uh, servers in multiple countries. So you can also decide, okay, today I want to connect from, uh, I don't know, Switzerland, or today I want to connect from Belgium. Depends on what do, what do you want to achieve. Maybe you want to, 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 you know, that's what they are advertised. You want to um, access a service that is available in Belgium and in Belgium only. So you connect to that VPN, uh, you choose the, the Belgium server. So it appears to the service provider that you are connecting actually from Belgium, if it, even if that's not true. Um, so yeah, that, definitely that's another reason why people use like pay for the services, but actually also, uh, of course they use free services, like the one that is, uh, it's part of this news today. Actually, let's talk about it, right? Um, so so basically you know a free vpn provider 
I think it's also mentioned, I think it's, a, yeah, Super VPN here, yes. right? Yes, yes. Um, it was, you know, they breached it and uh, uh, data leak was, uh, was exposed with plenty of data and information about the users that are using it. And, uh, you know, I think there are two, two uh, different points here. The first one is that, you know, even a secure, you know, a tool to secure your connections can be compromised. So you're not secure anymore if you use it. Uh, that's not their fault most of the time, but the point is that any, anything and anyone can be compromised and we should be aware of it. But the other point is that we can see from the data leak that this company or this you know, provider anyway was actually storing a lot of information about their users. Yep. Also, uh, as written there, secret keys, app, mm -hmm. user ID, device model, operating system. So it's not exposing only, uh, let, let's say, I, I can um, assume the risk to use a VPN uh, a free VPN service and make my personal data maybe leaked. So my name and surname, they are leaked. Okay, no problem. My traffic, okay. Depends on the country where I live, but this can be, can be fine for me. Uh, so in my personal situation currently, if they leak my, my traffic data, okay, I will not go in big troubles, so it's fine. I, I, I can I can take this risk. Uh, but giving my, the, my device information, so letting people know that I'm connecting from an Android device with this version, with maybe this vulnerability, uh, that maybe my email address is this one, uh, so that they can create targeted phishing. Uh, this is quite huge and maybe make some statistics on what mm -hmm. the user are using. So 90% uh, of Samsung devices were using this with this version of Android and this vulnerability that we can use on this 90% of users because we are talking about 360 million users. So mm -hmm. it's quite a number and you will see from these 360 million users that maybe maybe only 5% will will get this phishing a phishing email and click on it maybe more or maybe less but you will find someone in this huge number that can click so yeah, i think um like not so many users like internet users in general right are aware of the fact that many of the attacks that are targeted to people they can be targeted be, just because they took some information about you. Uh, you know, most of the time, not specifically researching about you, but the fact that they have access to a leak like this. They have just a database full of information. They can just really run a simple query. And, uh, you know, uh, I can just look for um, Fabio Zabrino if I want Fabio Zabrino, but I don't know, people in Switzerland and find a list of, find a list of people. And then I see, what are the most common devices and uh, do something like that. And, you know, the more information you have about someone, the more you can, you know, uh, 
can find ways to 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 reach him in mm -hmm. and, and track him somehow right yeah, absolutely and the, the the most amazing thing here is that uh that happened because he used a, a tool to prevent that to happen yeah to prevent to you know to people any kind of people technically to know about you and what you were doing and what you were using uh, so it's exactly the opposite right um the, the fact is that you know um that could actually not happen even if the company is compromised because there's uh, no you know specific reason why mvp and you uh, you know uh, um like specific legit reason why a vpn provider should collect all of that data and information right uh, they are providing a service to uh, erase that information like to hide that information why they are storing it in their own servers there should exactly. be a reason why they want to sell it uh, they you know they want actually to to provide it to some people specifically uh, we don't know right uh, like uh, no one has really said why those information were there. But the point is that apparently you have to choose your tools very carefully. And um, like, I'm a little afraid when saying this because I don't think there's like the right way to find, to find the right tool because we don't know like if anyone is configuring their tool in the best way possible. You just find out when there something like this happened. Yep. But sure. in this case, there was a way because apparently the same VPN provider was compromised multiple times, and there were multiple data leaks in the past. So maybe you know just run a Google search first when you choose your VPN service, uh, and uh, you know like I don't know Super VPN data breach or data leak, and you find all of what happened before. So that that's yeah. a good start, right? Yeah, and and also remember that if somebody is selling a service, is in 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 their interest to keep it um, the most secure as possible. So maybe you spend some little money, uh, but you you can maybe trust them a, a bit more because it's in their uh, favor if if they can protect your data in a in a in a proper way, because otherwise you will stop paying or maybe find them just because you you want your your money back because you you were exposed to a data leak or something similar and in addition another impo important point that i was talking about me based in switzerland working in switzerland and we don't have uh, restrictions on on the internet usage but for example uh, and the article talks about it um the chinese government uh as as I, I will read it. Has been reported to take action against individuals who use VPNs to access restricted content. So I'm lucky enough, I would say, <laughs> after mm. after reading this article, uh, I would not be, um, I would not imagine what what can happen to people in some other countries if the state will will get access to this data, and maybe their names are inside there. Yeah, exactly. So, this is another another side of the medal, let's say. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the, the, the China thing is mentioned in the article because apparently from the database, there are a list of, uh, uh, you know, clues, right? 
uh, that uh, the VPN provider is some somehow uh, associated with uh, the Chinese. Uh, I, I will not say government, I don't know, but with China in general, because there are some Chinese, you know, statements uh, like comments or something like that in database. So that that's the point, right? Uh, maybe you can choose your tool even uh, considering what is the originating country uh, the provider is operating from, right? And um, unfortunately, China is not really known to be the the most uh, you know respectful country in terms of uh, um, you know privacy and uh, uh, stuff like that. So that could be another indication. And uh, and by the way, it's all about trust in these yeah. cases, right? Again, we we can just read what the provider is uh, um, uh, declaring about their services, and we can see what happened in the past, like in any you know previous. Uh, data leak like we mentioned before but the point is that uh, how much do you trust that service and why and you were you know great earlier you said you know uh, even consider if you want to pay for the for a service like this or not because the point is that to provide such a such, such service a company has to spend money so they have to to gain some money at least you know to to make it sustainable if not oh, profit yeah. from it. And uh, if you're not paid for it, the company is, you know, it's uh, getting money. find another oh, okay. way. <laughs> it's find another way. You know, they could just, you know, the simplest way is probably just to sell your data. I don't know what data exactly. Maybe they are anonymized and maybe that's okay. But the th that's the point. They are looking for another way of making money out of it. So for a service like this, maybe for a trust perspective, it's just a little better to, to pay for it. Also because, you know, some of those are not even those that you know, expensive, but anyway, anyone decide what, what, what to do. And that depends also on your um, level of, uh, you know, uh, need for privacy, <laughs> right? Exactly. So uh, of course, like, uh, like there are some people who need it uh, maybe a little more because they could be targeted or you know some uh, some actors of various kinds so uh, just do your um, your own work right um, I, I do they say that actually you should do your um, oh damn it that uh, <laughs> model right? It's yes. a threat model when you just yeah. consider what kind of threats you can face and or set your model, yes yeah you, you set your security bar depending on what you can actually face yes. uh, so companies do that maybe also even private people should should do that um, is there anything else about these news you want to say from you no I have some hooks to another news but let's go to the next one maybe it's uh, I, I will find more <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, the next one it's it's interesting i mean it's something that people never talk talk about uh, or think about when writing software mm -hmm. but yes um so somebody uh leaked uh, the open ai keys so and 
that, that were uh, on GitHub, right? I read it. I read it correctly, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just not someone, like a lot of people. But <laughs> anyway, again, let, let's introduce all of the individual, uh, you know, uh, aspects of this this news, right? So we're talking about uh, first of all, OpenAI. OpenAI, if you don't know, is the uh, company. It is. It is a company, right? Right now, I think so. Mm -hmm. um, yes. It's a co the company behind uh, ChatGPT and others. Um, you know, uh, AI models out there that today are, you know, they have free, free services, but also, you know, paid services. Anyway, most of you, I think you, um, you heard talking about ChatGPT at least once nowadays. And um, for the paid services of ChatGPT and new version the GPT-4, uh, you, of course, you have to pay for it. And, uh, when you pay for it you have to authenticate to the service to say to say to the service you know it's me i paid for it so i can actually access the service and the um api keys the, the api is just the you know um the, let's say the, the the way you access the service right um maybe the developers use that to maybe automate some processes to use the um ChatGPT just like an engine to do other uh, work, other applications or stuff like that. And they have to use those, uh, you know, keys uh, to authenticate. The problem is that that key, like any other key, like the key for, for, your, for your door at home, need exactly. to be, you know, uh, not really public out there. <laughs> yeah, it's a key. I mean, would you put your key in front of the or inside the door and let it there when, when you leave your home <laughs> no it, it's a key it's like uh, nowadays talking about internet or computers we always talk about passwords but an api key it's um, it's the same like a password so would you share the your password publicly on internet in plain text I would not. I mean, any. I think nobody would. Uh, it's. It should be kept secret. Mm -hmm. In any case, uh, but the strange thing is that you can. There are a lot of automated tools that can check if inside the code there is a key, a passphrase, or a password, unencrypted. Yeah. And this sounds strange. It sounds strange, really, really to me um no, unfortunately it is not <laughs> at least it should right should sound strange but uh unfortunately it's a common thing um and we you can see that also from from this actually news the point is yeah. that you know uh it's easy for again uh developing purposes to just copy that key and put it in the code itself like the code you are developing because you need that code to take um, resources from uh, from ChatGPT in this case, you just you know uh, you, you say hard code it right because it's uh, hard written in the code, mm -hmm. and uh, the point is that that's uh, not maybe maybe the best way, but that's really bad when you actually actually take your code and publish it because that's what they did so. Um, uh, I think it's all about uh, GitHub or similar 
platforms. Yes. So platforms where you uh, you can publish your code uh, is open source. So anyone can uh, read it, maybe modify it, maybe you know uh, provide some uh, um, uh, suggestions how to improve your code. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the problem is that you should care whether you uh, put your keys in your code before you publish the code because you're also publishing your keys and that means that anyone that see the key can take it and use that key that you are paying for and that is uh, by your name to do anything else <laughs> uh, with that service of course exactly and yes this was something but they they, they talk about github so i think the, the code was published on github and maybe it's it happens to many students also to to, to publish their code on github uh, it's it's easy uh, you can publish the source code you can receive uh, so you, you you have the versioning of the, of your code um, and you have many 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 features inside github or gitlab mm -hmm. so the, the, the git star <laughs> uh, infrastructures and softwares because you can you can collaborate you can send work on different branches you can just as you said take the code of someone else try to improve it and if they don't don't get your if they allow you and they don't apply your fixes or improvement you can just fork the code and start writing your own version of this code so that you you continue using it but the the fact here is that uh, as you are highlighting uh git guardian is a software or i don't know as a service um that that gives you this kind of information so you can pay for it so that it scans your repository and it, it tells you if you have api keys or any sensitive information inside your code public and yeah, I, I would mean, say i would say like uh of course my my personal you know uh perspective perspective about it but if you are just like a you know um individual developer of course you know just be aware just study this stuff because of course uh, it's uh, on your own uh, um you know interest uh because you are paying for the key again and uh, you're providing it to anyone else if you publish it maybe you don't really want to do this of course uh, tools like git guardian or similar can be used for big companies where uh you know on a scale it's really difficult to, to manage all the keys all of the uh you know um uh, credentials you, you use in your in your code so of course that could be easy on a on a, on a b scale but the point is that we should start with, uh, you know, being aware that publishing your keys is, <laughs> is not really a good idea. Um, <laughs> not, not at all, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, so I was just uh, going through the, the article because the, the um, of course, we said that this, it is not a good idea and that someone did it, but actually we didn't mention that a user on uh, um, uh, you know Reddit, so on a, on a specific uh, um, on a specific Reddit was actually you know uh, scraping, so basically searching for and uh, collecting all of those uh, OpenAI credentials 
on GitHub and uh, providing it uh, on the same, uh, you know, uh, basically forum for any, for anyone to, to use it. So it was also, uh, you know, saving the time for, for you know, also bad authors to, to, to searching for it. Even if, as Fabian mentioned, it's, uh, it's really easy. I think it's, um, again, mentioned by someone on the article that, you know, there's a very quick and easy uh, feature in GitHub that makes you just run a search. You can search for, uh, you know, open AI or whatever uh, you have to use as, uh, you know, uh, in your code uh, to put your keys in there and you can easily find all of those, right? Um, so there are the different things, of course, anyone can search for it. So they should not be there in the first place, but also as these uh, user right there, I don't know what, what was called. Um, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, the point is that someone can actually uh, just, you know, take their time to, to collect all of the data and uh, uh, directly share it in, in, in even an easier way. Um, so easy way, like, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's the name. Okay. Disco uh, Teje. Disco Teje, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so very, very interesting. I don't know, like, uh, like. Robin Hood, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> collecting things and sharing it with the uh, and sharing freely, uh, and and even index it by Google because some Reddit and subreddits are, are indexed by Google. So yeah. <laughs> easier than that. Uh, well, I, I said Google, but any uh, search engine. Yeah, so <laughs> yes, Absolutely. it's it's too easy. <laughs> it's too easy like that. So this is this is actually happened with uh, ChatGPT this uh, in this case, and of course maybe this news is a little bigger as it, you know than it should because of the name of OpenAI, right? And uh, the point is that this probably happened with so many you know things out there with so many other uh, credentials, and I'm thinking about uh, not only uh, private services, but what if your uh, you know, company developers are publishing that happens and happens so many times. Uh, and uh, maybe j they just not double check it when uh, and if source code. Um, so it's it's also a big pain for companies to understand if someone is uh, sharing code and in, in, if in that code there's any uh, internal credentials. Mm -hmm. So that's also that also make makes me think about you know I don't know if that's 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 a, like a technical term but credential management in general like mm -hmm. does your developer as uh, um, a set of credential that just can like has attributed the, the the rights and permission they need and nothing more because the point is again. It happens and it can happen. You cannot like, really prevent 100% of the problems. Uh, so you need to also contain the problems when they, they occur. So in the case anyone shares their credentials, make sure that their credential can just do just exactly what they need to do and nothing else. Because any more, you know, any further uh, privilege can be just a, a bigger problem for you uh, when someone steals that credentials. 
Yeah, exactly. This 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 is credential. So authorization management. It's it's a mm. huge topic, and also because when a developer, and this is also inside the the, the agile uh, methodology. So not the original methodology, but because nowadays we we have a lot of developers writing code very fast, adding adding features, and sometimes just for for being faster, we we tend to give a bit more permission to, to the user the the developer is using so that he can continue to work on that. And maybe then there is no review of this kind of uh, of permission and uh, yes, and as you said, if you don't do a, a, a review of the permission, then maybe you can occur in in, in bigger incident and it could be could have been. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely, you know, happens. We 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 saw well news, of course, but also if you uh, do a little of incident response, um, uh, you probably already uh, faced some similar case in the past. This is a very big deal, and just generally speaking, again, the most common, you know, incidents out there are not coming from a very difficult vulnerabilities uh, or zero days uh, that are hard to find, but also, mm -hmm. but just, you know, stealing credentials uh, that are just very easy to guess, or they are just, you know, written somewhere here, <laughs> somewhere yeah. else. Somewhere and, else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and easy to, to uh, maybe in plain text and easy to read. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, okay. yes. Th this exactly. could be technically, you no. Know, uh, the first foothold for an attacker, like they, they find the credentials, they use these credentials to, uh, you know, access a service or the network or your environment, and they just find their way to, to move from an house to the other and, uh, you know, infect the, the rest of the network from there. So the point is that we try to, to prevent the, the first foothold or to contain I know, just as as we said earlier, uh, with permissions of the user or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Very, very big, very big point here, actually. Yeah, very big point, and there are many aspects, as we said during this this article review, because the review this article article chat, let's say, and yes, the points are are many. And as you can read by inside the article, it's not that OpenAI is the only one. Uh, Google, MongoDB also have these kind of issues. The fact is that maybe OpenAI was in the title because it's uh, it's catchy. Yeah, it's, so uh, I... yeah, it's catchy nowadays. So <laughs> nowadays, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you put uh, OpenAI ChatGPT somewhere, people will mm -hmm. just start looking at it. So it's a bit bait, maybe. <laughs> we should exactly. have, we should have also put this inside the title so it was baiting no joking oh no you're right we should, for next, we time. should ne next one next one you can, <laughs> you can put something with chat gpt inside yeah okay. and by the way uh just just to you know aside the side point here i'm you know living in the chat and uh, of course i'm talking about uh twitch right now um, um, I'm leaving in the chat links to the news we're talking about. So if, if you need them, uh, you know, 
um, you can retrieve that from the chat or if you will rewatch this and maybe you should from uh, from YouTube, I always put the uh, the links in the description of, of YouTube. Uh, so, you know, also take banner, your banner. time to put the banner, put the banner. Give me a second, come on. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that easy. It was the right moment to do it. That's why I was pushing <laughs> to do it. <laughs> I have to give you the rights to do it. So <laughs> no, that's right. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, the, the links out there, and uh, please take your time to, to read them even more careful careful that maybe we do, so you can uh, leave us your feedback after you, you read them, right? Uh, maybe you're more expert than us in uh, some uh, some topics. Maybe you just find find another um, you know information that we uh, we missed. So that would be definitely a, a good thing to to share in the chat uh, for the next time. Or even just a, a simple uh, different point of view, so that yeah, we can enrich ourselves. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Cool. Um... Great. Anything else about these uh, news? What do you think, Fabio? No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. I think we are fine. I think that we can hook from what we said during the first mm -hmm. article about phishing attacks because inside this article we have a lot of lot to say. I think this is big because there are many different topics inside. But someone was able to steal a lot of cryptocurrency wallets yeah crypto assets i think in general it's not really clear yeah. but anyway um so yeah this is yeah we should we should ask someone inside the crypto world to that maybe has some crypto tracker to know what's what was inside those wallets also this would be interesting. <laughs> awesome yeah yeah this is a, a big you know word and big topic I'm not really, you know, an expert in it actually. Be very uh, interesting to, um, you know, to talk to someone that knows more about this. Uh, but we will do our best uh, for now and uh, try to, to figure it out. And again, maybe you're listening to us and you know a little more. So next time you know, just uh, reach out uh, so we can uh, improve our knowledge a little bit and also and the knowledge of all the people that are listening or that will listen maybe and hopefully in the future um so the point here the news is about um like a specific uh attacker so a specific uh i think threat group uh that is called pink drainer from here it's crazy about you know uh, attackers gr uh, groups and their names because different companies track them in different uh, ways and different names so such a pain right <laughs> but anyway in this specific news they are called uh, as a pink trainer not sure if there are other names mm, and they appear to be impersonating uh, journalists in order to um, fish uh, users who have any crypto assets so they can uh, eventually uh, steal them some way um, so and, this is and uh, it seems that they 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 were able to so <laughs> that's why we're talking about it <laughs> yeah that's the point you, you mentioned the you know someone who shocks because you know i i don't think we have that much time to talk about this but the point about 
uh, blockchain and cryptocurrencies is that most of people uh, just know that they are uh, privacy oriented, that they are anonymous. The point is that uh, I hope, you know, I don't say anything totally wrong, but, uh, you know, the point is that uh, they are, they try to be anonymous in sense of they are not associated with the, a name and a face. Okay. So you can, you know, it's difficult to find uh, exactly who was the, the person behind, uh, uh, you know, um, a wallet. So basically like an account, let's say, uh, on the blockchain, but actually the, the, the main feature of, uh, of the blockchain is that you can definitely read and see all the individual transactions that are happening out there. So anyone who have, who have the, you know, the skills and uh, uh, the capabilities uh, can, uh, can definitely read and see everything that is happening. You don't know who is behind that. There are some ways to find out, but it's not written out there, but you can see that. And there are, you know, services like these uh, scams, Nifer, it is mentioned in the, in the news, the article, uh, where, yeah. yeah, where they track transactions on the blockchain. And uh, whenever there's a big, you know, movement of, uh, uh, you know, cryptocurrencies or other assets, uh, maybe they, they, you know, like in this case, um, reach out uh, new sites to, to share about it or to the company to let them know uh, something is happening right um so that that was the introduction i don't know Fabio, maybe i said something wrong so no 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 i i, I uh, think you know everything more is, about this? is is uh, is correct but going a bit deeper inside the article so thanks for the introduction the the way it's uh, it's interesting the way they they were able to to steal these these assets because we we think about people uh getting access to an account or getting access to a um a stolen uh wallet lost somewhere on the cloud for example but no here there was a a a, a real uh social engineering uh scam let's say so there was real such social engineering uh the threat actors were impersonating journalists from uh from different uh, uh, media uh, around cryptocurrencies and they were trying to gain information and trust from people inside uh, or um that were reading the the media the media there, so they were able to mm -hmm. fake the website. Just a second. Yeah. Go, go. Yeah. Sorry. Um, just uh, can can you give us like your definition of uh, social engineering so that uh, everyone can can really understand what what we are talking about? Not not because I don't know about it, right? I don't need it, but if you if you want. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I always keep a lot of, I, I, I go straight and I always forget to, to, to explain things. That's so okay. that's, that's you, you did it perfectly. You, you blocked me in the perfect moment because otherwise I, I was going to the next, the, so a bit deeper and I was not explaining a lot of things. So social engineering is uh, a hacking technique uh, where you 
use social skills to uh, to hack uh, or to to do something malicious to someone. So uh, he, he, I don't know, Giorgio. I know that I don't know, but I I I assume that you like a lot of cats. So I I I start sending or following you and sending you a picture of cats, random cats. Yeah, as and as soon as I know that you like cats enough, I start sending you maybe information about cats or or cats looking for a for a house, for a new house. And as soon as you, uh, I know I, I have gained some trust with you, then I can go on with the with other techniques and try to 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 find yeah. your data or steal you something data or or something on your pc or something physical maybe because we can meet and and i can physically steal you something uh or or scam you some somehow so maybe uh, in this case was um phishing because we mm -hmm. said we said also before that was phishing um but in other in other cases can be uh yeah by voice or or, or by yeah. phone or you can directly meet with the, the person as you said the point is that you know the first step is uh, uh like um most of the time um find the trust of the people you are targeting uh, <clears throat> so that then the person just because you know as as humans we are vulnerable to to, to some uh you know um techniques uh we are more um uh let's say willing to to do so, so some things or uh, we are more willing to say some information to someone which instead of people yes. that we just met for for the first time right um, exactly. and that's what they were doing this time uh, just you know uh, the point is that they were impersonating someone that you could trust or that you have any interest in uh, in talking with right so if you are uh, you know a person who, uh, who is um, um, you know uh, exposed publicly and a journalist uh, reach out to you saying that maybe i want to write an article about you or together with you right you could have an interest and uh, because you you are willing to to say me uh, some information usually you you will not uh, uh, share with uh, someone else right exactly and and yes and um, that's that's what they did and the in the article is written that after they gained the trust something that they were doing was uh, something very um, popular or normal in the in the um, cryptocurrency uh word so they they asked to have a KYC, so know your customer uh, validation, so that you you need to prove that you are you, you and not someone else. And yes, during this process, they um, they steal the authentication token to Discord. Yeah, it's not specified, but they probably ask for a list of information, right? Because it's yeah. like a, something you will do when. Uh, Again, working with uh, uh, media like this or something, and uh, with that, with that excuse, right, with that uh, um, goal, they also find a way to, to, in this case, you know, steal your 
discard tokens, discard authentications are way um, keys and credentials and tokens. This uh, this time is related to Discord. I'm not sure, maybe because I'm ignorant about this, why exactly Discord uh, is uh, correlated with uh, crypto assets specifically. Uh, but I assume you know there's some uh, relation that I'm missing. Again, if anyone knows about it, just uh, let me know. Yes, I I don't know why Discord, but I was expecting more Telegram, but maybe Telegram it's more difficult to hack or to do something similar to this. So they they tried with Discord, no no idea. Mm -hmm. Maybe so during, a... maybe during the social engineering they also used to to find uh, so telling people we need to use Discord because our KYC will work only on is based on Discord because we developed it there. Mm -hmm. I don't know idea so apparently it worked like this uh you know during the the, the uh kyc form uh the form was also asking the, the user to install an extension or something um actually no a, bo a bookmark uh in the in the browser and that's uh the vector to uh you know inject some code that will eventually steal the uh authentication tokens that are uh, i assume saved in the browser so whenever you authenticate to discord and you want to save your credentials to have not to log in every time you visit discord for or you know uh a second time and a third time and so on uh mm -hmm. they are saved in the browser and uh, the browser could be vulnerable to some techniques uh from which you, you know they can steal uh, the tokens mm -hmm. my assumption here is that Discord is not really uh, directly correlated with the crypto asset. The point is that when you steal uh, the credentials, you can then impersonate the user on Discord, and you can also, uh, you know, scam oh. the other people. Um, because I think that's also mentioned here. Uh, and then, yeah, here, you know, uh, when you steal the credentials. Uh, mm -hmm. You can impersonate the person yep. uh, from which you, you stole the, the credentials, and uh, as, you, as is written here, promote fake giveaways, uh, fake mines, cryptocurrency scams, and basically try to steal the assets from the people that are like friends or uh, you know close people connected. To, to the yes, user. right. Um, mm -hmm. It's not it's not really like uh, specified in that way in the article. It like it is like my interpretation, I will say, uh, but it's definitely you know a way they can do it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, I agree. And if you target someone with a huge asset in crypto, maybe he knows others with a huge mm -hmm. asset of crypto or or an asset in crypto, so that you can continue uh, to use this. But it was nice the the idea to send a bookmark to check. Well to uh, ask to add a bookmark containing a malicious JavaScript uh, mm -hmm. that, that can steal the, the tokens. So that's that's kind of yeah, nice. I, 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 don't, I don't need to say it, but it's, it's a nice move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, you know, it's... Uh, we, I think we can say that just because uh, you know, if you want to, if you work in this field or if you want to work in this field, the point is that you need to know how attackers do uh, their things. 
maybe because you want to to replicate the, that in in simulations, right? In uh, you know pen testing or taming or such uh, stuff like that, or maybe because you want just to to detect them or to prevent them uh, in in your uh, in your environment. So definitely, it's cool to see you know um, tricky ways to compromise uh, services and uh, uh, stuff like that because then you you know about it and uh, you can do something about it. So definitely, you know, it, it is cool. That, that, that's the point, it's cool. It's not cool that they do it to, to, to scam people, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it, it is interesting, definitely. Um, yeah, a lot. Well, I was reading a little more on the, on the article to see uh, something else interesting to say about it. Uh, I I read somewhere that they were targeting like high um, what do you say like uh, important people, of mm. course, uh, because uh, it is, uh, yeah, it is easier to scam other ones again if you if you are someone important that you you trust and uh, you admire maybe or that you feel they are. Um, you know, legitimate when they say something. So maybe, you know, it, it, again, it happened in the past. Uh, if you yeah. impersonate, I don't know, uh, uh, Elon Musk, <laughs> and uh, he said, I, I will give you 10% of Tesla. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, maybe it will not work with me. <laughs> it seems but, too good uh, to be true, but uh, yes, okay, go on. <laughs> maybe you want to try because uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, be, yeah, uh, I could. Uh, Oh, there, there's the, the point that I was talking about. So uh, recent targets uh, include uh, CTO of OpenAI, Steve Aoki, uh, I don't know, uh, a lot of these people and companies. But anyway, again, if you are in the crypto world and uh, you are using some services and like the, uh, the account from that service is telling something, uh, okay, today we are giving away some uh, gifts and you just click on a link because you trust that service. And actually, uh, the scammer stole the credential for for that user on Discord. That's how they they stole they steal your crypto assets, bank those you know crypto cryptocurrencies or uh, anything else. Uh, yeah, we didn't mention this. I don't know if that's uh, well, th th it is relevant. Like uh, why this news came to 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 uh, to life because of the amount of you know, value that was uh, uh, stolen, like close to 2,000 victims, uh, roughly close to $3,000 that were, I believe, like uh, stolen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that, that, that's, uh, that's a comment, but uh, I thought so. <laughs> Three, yeah, million. Yeah, yeah. $3 million. And uh, yeah, the, like a single, you know, transaction that, uh, um uh, probably was the, the point where the the the, the service here scan sniffer uh, found out about this was uh, an nft uh, i will you know start talking about this because again it's a very topic so uh, but anyway a crypto asset that was worth three hundred twenty seven thousand dollars uh, alone so yeah from a single person so I believe that person is a little mad at this point. At this yeah, point. I would say the same. 
I would expect the same. Well, $327,000. Yeah. A number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A decent number, let's say, for, for just yeah. one single asset. So, yeah, yeah, I think they made some money out of it, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But yeah, just let, let's be a little uh, more, let's say, vigilant. Uh, yeah. On, uh, and be, yeah. Yeah. On, on what what happens and social engineering cannot be easy to 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 prevent or to fight. Mm -hmm. uh, so if it if it seems too good to be true, <laughs> then maybe uh, it is. <laughs> so yeah. uh, it's it's not it's not correct. It's not the the correct thing to do to follow. So yeah, totally. yeah there are, there are some. Uh, I will say, you know, we have uh, multiple ways in, uh, uh, you know, computer things where we can, we can generate alerts, right? Yeah. Uh, when uh, uh, something uh, um, spoofy or uh, like an anomaly happens, but when you talk about just social interactions, uh, that's uh, that's definitely tricky because there's nothing if not maybe like training people, but that's a very huge topic. That's a very difficult topic because for multiple reasons, actually, right? And uh, I I will like expose myself saying that, again, no one is 100% uh, secure. Even security people or, you know, uh, people in the industry can definitely be uh, vulnerable when they are tired, when they are not really uh, in the, the best, uh, you know, um, situation and uh, they are tricked in some way or someone imperson is impersonating against someone you really trust uh, so it's uh, it's tricky and a very interesting point for me is that again social engineering is something very like old it's like from the very start and beginning of hacking or in general and still today is one of the biggest threats just if you think that it you know, phishing is a basically a social engineering technique. So yeah. phishing is still today the, the first and the main uh, attack vector used by you know, may, so many attackers. So it's definitely a huge topic. Yes, yes, agree, totally agree. Cool. Um, anything else about this? Thank you. Nope. I think we can. Mm -hmm. Can proceed. Oh, great. Um, okay, I think we have the last news for today. So uh, bear with us and uh, let's go through the, the last thing and then we can just say good night to, to everyone or uh, we'll leave you to, to your dinner or to your drink, maybe. Uh, or to I your, so, your day if you are not in Europe. That's true. That's uh, that's my assumption that just people like in my my own time zone is looking at this. But you know, and and also it can be that they are just cooking because they are listening to the podcast on Spotify or on YouTube. Yeah. Do you want to switch this and be like the main person on the podcast? Because that would be better than me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just I'm just taking your your hooks and I and I keep them and I try to to be push you on, on, on things because yeah, I, just, I think that annoying people and remembering them from time to time, all the ways they can, they can, they can do it. 
and they can listen to us it's it's useful i mean we are not yeah. doing rocket science here we are just giving some information to everybody we want to to have a quick chat and and have fun uh talking about the the last important let's say or relevant news that that we found and we want to to have a chat on so it can be just your one hour half an hour 10 minutes i don't know because the time you want uh, uh listening to us for for to have some updates on the news the last week and maybe you will find some some new way of of viewing things or maybe you you can send us your ways to 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 look at things yeah yeah, absolutely. That's that's really a great way to to, to say it. And uh, yeah, of course, you know, you said it right. Video um, is gonna be re-uploaded on uh, on YouTube. The audio is gonna be re-uploaded. Actually, not only on Spotify because I did uh, some uh, you know um, experiments, and it could be like on uh, most of the podcast platforms out there. So whatever you you prefer, just uh, this. Look, look for us, right? If you want, and uh, yeah, feedback is always appreciated. So, cool. Yeah, let, let's go through the last news, okay? Um, great. And that's also the title of the of the live or of this episode. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We are in a moment in time, maybe one of the first so of that size, where patching is no more enough yeah right. it's so big that i you know most of the news i always read they could be interesting but i can always think about okay something similar happened in the past okay this is like what happened i don't know last year with uh but the point is that me personally i never read about something like this <laughs> i don't know you uh did you, did no, you no, know no. about something no, 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 no. In, in fact, I was I was just saying it because maybe it already happened, but not as far as I know. So uh, one big vendor asking, so thinking about uh, changing the hardware instead of just patching a software vulnerability. Heh, that's huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's so huge. I, I know where to start. I don't know where to start um yeah so maybe let's just introduce so we are talking about a specific vendor so like a, a company who sells uh solutions hardwares and uh, softwares specifically we are talking about barracuda who i think they are in the um security network devices market so they they sell like firewalls and uh you know uh, similar solutions and uh, if i'm not wrong today we are talking yeah about their email security gateway so basically like a product that i responsible for uh, like monitoring uh, emails that the companies uh, is receiving and selling and try to you know block the emails that look uh, you know suspicious for for any reason um and um yeah that's the that's the introduction that's what they do and but they uh like uh like they, they they did like a publication where they were yeah. advising their customers um not to patch their their devices because that's what you know usually happens 
uh, when a new big vulnerability is uh, um, not introduced but found discovered yes found uh, softwares uh, usually yeah usually vendors uh, describe to customers what to patch the the right um, customer to be vulnerable because of their questions. Uh, this time they said something like, you know what? You cannot patch it. <laughs> yeah. Or at least we are not sure how to, uh, how to patch. Yeah, and... uh, it appears that even if we try. Go on, go on, go on, sorry. Yeah. So even if they, if even, you know, if we try to patch it, it seems attackers are still able uh, to compromise our advice here, you know, just trash by not not buy, but use a new one that we are gonna send to you. Yeah, in fact, um, if you if you are able to open the um, the link from the vendor, so the the security advisory they sent. Uh, they wrote in red or orange. No, I don't know. <laughs> in, the first thing they wrote in, on June 6th was to take action. So impacted ESG, I'm, I'm reading it. Impacted ESG appliances must be immediately replaced regardless of patch version level. If you have not replaced your appliance after receiving notice in your UI, contact the support now. So they are sending that so they are sending an 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 information on the ui of the software uh, of the sorry of the appliance uh, but maybe some somebody is not connecting to the appliance they're using apis or something so they don't see it but they are telling people guys please replace the appliance so they're not sending workarounds they're not sending patches they just say guys send us so i i we will send you take contact with us because we will send you a new a new a new device a new piece of 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 metal to put inside your racks because uh, we need to to change to completely exchange uh, change the the hardware not only the software Uh, you, you, I think you dropped because I don't see your video anymore. So I, I will try to go on because that's nice. Me alone on the stage? Okay. Um, so the, the security advisor, so there, there is a CV published because there is a, a zero day vulnerability found. And um, uh, the, the email security gateway of, uh, of Barracuda needs to be replaced and the flow was found so was introduced uh, in october 2022 so it's quite old they discovered it um, only in recently so um, reading the cvs they they uh, they say that there is a patch there is a fix possible for, there was a fix possible to it but then on June 6th, they start putting more pressure on 
on changing the the appliance themselves, not only patching. Yeah, uh, it appears it appears like they tried, right? Um, they published the, a patch in the first place by the patch, but the point was that I'm not sure where I read it, but um, I think yeah, Mandiant. Yeah. Uh, like it is another company, like a security company, found some unusual, like some uh, spoofy traffic coming from those solutions. And that's how they found out about the vulnerability in the first place. And it appears that that malicious traffic was still there after, uh, you know, customer applied that patches. Uh, so th that's the point, uh, I think, uh, just because they, they, uh, like they realized, okay, what we are doing apparently is not enough, and they do do not say why. So what I uh, like, what I they don't know how to fix it, and the best way they found to uh, to fix the issue in general is, you know what? Let's stop trying to to release a patch. Let's just you know um, switch switch with the device with a new one that we think is not vulnerable. To that vulnerability anymore. That's yeah. really big in the first place because uh, you know that means that Barcoda is going to um, lose a lot of money because they are providing new devices to all of the customers uh, free of charge. Because of course you know it's uh, uh, it's not um, a customer fault if, the, if there's uh, this issue, so they cannot ask customers to pay for it, right? Uh, so they are looking, losing a lot of money because of this. Uh, and uh, it's just too big because they are basically declaring we cannot fix this issue. And uh, yeah. possibly and they do not, they don't know why. Yeah, and, and maybe they found out why. And one of the ideas that Rapid7 guy, I don't know who is, but so sorry, I don't know. Uh, Caitlin Condon, so I don't know at which level he is inside Rapid7. Uh, he said that it appears that almost 11,000 vulnerable appliances are out there on the internet, so it will cost a lot to Barracuda. Um, but the fact that they are replacing the device and not only applying patches, it's because maybe they were able to deploy something uh, at lower levels for the persistence, so a rootkit or something similar that was was able to to keep the persistence even if they apply the patch. So who knows? Maybe of these eleven thousand vulnerable devices, they will just need to reinstall from from zero, and the hardware itself will will continue to to go on the market again. Uh, mm -hmm. But it will be they, they will they will have to, to do some research inside for sure to find the real cause and where the the persistence is stored. And this is something like uh, similar to what we were discussing last week, right? Um, yeah. So the, the the assumption of the, the this person from Rapid Seven is that uh, their you know attackers found a way to go um, on the hardware level. So something that you cannot really patch because it's the hardware itself that is vulnerable. So you have to change something physically on the hardware. That's exactly what we, we were talking about um, 
yeah, on multiple news actually uh, last week. So uh, again, yeah. I, I suggest you to, to to check the the last episode uh, because uh, hardware vulnerabilities are yeah tricky, <laughs> um, and uh, this appears to be probably a similar case. So. Uh, so, uh, about this. And yeah, it's, it's very, it's a very big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, well, it, it can be, um, it can be possible that, so think about this kind of attacks, like we discussed last week. Uh, you don't know at which level they, they are doing the mm -hmm. persistence. And at the same time, you don't know if they're stealing something else from your system. So, well, you can, you can track it. If you, if you have network logs, you can see what they are sending and where they are sending the data, if they're sending something. Uh, but I, I was reading through the article. I don't remember at which point, uh, but they say something, something like, uh, uh, you don't need only to rep to 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 replace the device, but also check and rotate your your credentials. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, it's there in, at the bottom. Uh, replace yeah. the credentials that you have connected to the appliance and check for signs of compromise uh, from October. So, <laughs> if somebody is storing enough data, they will be able to find it. Otherwise, guys go back as much as you can and try to find if the IOCs are there. And if they are there, try to find if there is some maybe lateral movement inside your network because it can be that I also read that there is no evidence that they are trying to do. Uh, so the actors were trying to do some lateral mm -hmm. movement inside the, the, the networks. But as usual, um, be aware that you have something you had something for a long time inside your network mm -hmm. and maybe they were scanning they were uh, collecting information about the inside network and yeah and usually email gateways this is uh receives a lot of information yeah you know this is another big topic i mean uh, you said it if you don't know what the attacker did you have to assume uh, if, if you're let's say this is the context of uh, responding to an incident right and, and again this is my my area of, of interest mostly so that's why i i take this uh, this point and the point is that if you don't know exactly what the attacker did in your network you have to assume that potentially the attacker could have done anything right they they could have still stolen uh, some uh, credentials, information, they could have read through your emails uh, potentially uh, and, uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, use that in order to uh, do something like uh, something else like phishing, as we mentioned before. The possibilities are potentially, you know, uh, so many, but the point is that, you know, you have to find some clues most of the time. It's, it's an important step, actually, of the incident response process where uh, you have to exactly uh, understand uh, what was the, the goal of the attacker, was what they were trying to do, how did they reach to their goal, in order to exactly find all of the things that were compromised, all of the data that was uh, taken, potentially. 
and uh, in with this thing right here there's no way you can find it uh, because even the vendor doesn't know what level of uh, uh, you know access the attacker had there's just one thing that I think is the interesting uh, someone I don't know where it is um, basically they they are from you know this is more from uh, threat intelligence think uh, that the actor behind this kind of attack is not, for example, a ransomware group, because uh, for such long time, uh, they've seen some malicious traffic, but no one was uh, uh, ransoming anyone, right? Like not asking for a ransom to prevent uh, publication of data or uh, uh, to, to release uh, decryption keys for encrypted data or something like that. Um, and uh, this is just an assumption, but if you trust that assumption, uh, you can maybe assume that the attackers just compromised that device alone, and maybe mm -hmm. use that that device like as a as a bot for a botnet. So maybe, basically, you know, a, a network of compromised devices uh, that you can use remotely to do other malicious things, targeting targeting other network. Again. This is just an assumption. It's uh, I think it's uh, a smart assumption, but the point is that we do not have any clue. Okay, yeah. maybe they are there in the network somewhere uh, because they pivoted, so they moved from uh, um, you know the the, the Barracuda solutions to something else inside the network. You will never know until you uh, you know analyze the logs and investigate it and. Uh, uh, try, try to find it and it's very difficult after so much time you found out about uh, a problem like this like yeah, the yeah, more yeah. you wait to start your investigation uh and uh, the, the more it the most traces you lose mm -hmm. yeah it's a yeah, very because thing. maybe in, in yeah i i'm working on, on that quite quite closely <laughs> so uh, if you if you keep track of everything you want to keep track you will you will have a lot of you have you will have an amount of data so huge that you cannot find the information you want so if you save everything you have everything but you need also to be good at looking inside the, the information you store and usually what people does is that they keep uh, for example, network traffic for one year, six months, I don't know. And the rest of the logs may be a bit less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, depending on the network you have, but that's that's a lot of data because if you stored all the packets uh, for, for a 10 gigabyte network, uh, only the, the internet traffic, a 10 gigabyte network, you you keep all the traffic, you can reach like uh compressed data raw data text data uh, if you compress them maybe 10 gigabytes of data per day mm -hmm. so and there's a lot of storage and it's a lot of yeah. uh, you know money you have to put uh, to, to pay that storage it's a, it's a very big challenge but uh, of course you know that's maybe in this case specifically the, the best thing to do but of course you can read logs and store logs you can you know uh, uh, use uh, um, host telemetry and a lot of stuff so there are of course different ways 
uh, some that are more useful in some scenarios, more others that are less useful in other scenarios. Um, but the point is that no matter what kind of source you're actually, you probably need more, you know, many sources at the same time. That, that's usually better. But suffered months before, no matter what source you are looking at, uh, it's still you probably already lost the data you need to to understand what happened, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then how can you be sure that you if you see something strange, it's not related or it's related to mm -hmm. to that yeah. thing? So if you are tracking it right now, you can isolate maybe, you can try to, to find. So if you are live looking at it, you can find ways to, to isolate it. Otherwise, it's just an assumption and you need to go deep and look at everything you see strange or just say, I don't care. If something pops up now, right now, then I start caring. That's, that's, yeah, of course, uh, you know. <laughs> that's a, a, one thing I say, but it's not easy to say during in the business, let's say. Yeah, it really depends, right? Any, any other, any scenario has uh, different priorities and, uh, as different challenges they are facing. And I believe, uh, you know, you can also just not focus on something where you don't, uh, you don't have any clues, right? Because another thing that can happen is that the attacker right now, right now uh, goes like stealth because there's the news out there. They know they are looking for you. So maybe you will not see anything because they know they don't have to do anything. So mm -hmm. the point is that I don't believe just starting to be investigate forever, looking for this will help in any way. Uh, but of course, you have maybe you have to put some alerts specifically related to I don't know any weird connection coming from uh, the Barracuda solution or anything else that is connected to that. Maybe you can set up something that um, we look for that specifically. But again, if you don't have any clue, just blindly looking for everything, it's, uh, it's really difficult. Uh, yeah, it's so, impossible. So yeah. Yeah, and, and, yeah, in this kind of case, I would say that the, 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 the source of information that you need to look for is so the, the vendor first, but maybe also some researchers because people will start looking at it, Rapid7, Mandiant, they, they will for sure dedicate some time to to this kind of investigation and try to to keep up to date uh with the with the iocs so that you can target your mm -hmm. your research then because if you are if you can keep your data from october up until now mm -hmm. or continue to store this data then keep them and as soon as more iocs will will be will be published or disclosed then you can look inside the logs and say, hey, I was really compromised or not. But in some, in most of the cases, finding this kind of indicator of compromise, it's not easy. So yeah, yeah it's it's an hope we have <laughs> in, the, in the security field. It's an hope we have that somebody will take care of looking inside this and disclosing information, but it doesn't work. Uh, every time so most of the time it doesn't work unfortunately 
Yeah, you know, uh, every, every time I think we just like a, as a community uh, look for the best way uh, to reach our goals. And sometimes it's not just that easy. And sometimes we just have to, they say, accept the risk because at the moment you cannot do anything about it and uh, look at the next challenge. Because, of course, maybe you are facing this, but you, you will have a list of other things. Uh, to do, to look for, to investigate. So it depends. If you have no clues, I believe uh, <clears throat> most of the time you just accept the risk about this until you will have, <clears throat> uh, you know, any any more information or any more indicator of compromise, as you said. Uh, so so you know, let's let's wait for news from uh, Barracuda maybe, and uh, from any other uh, organization that will. Uh, say more about this trend because at the moment it's just a very uh, big thing, but with uh, very few uh, good information that are worth uh, investigating. So that's the point. Yes. Yes. So Fabian, I don't know what you think, but I think we uh, we already said a lot uh, yes. tonight, and uh, also about uh, you know. Very interesting news, uh, even even this episode. And uh, yeah, I already said this to you, but I thank you again. Uh, and I will thank you probably uh, a list of other uh, times, even after the episode. I hope that also this one was uh, interesting for anyone or will be interesting uh, in the future, because you know, again, this video will be re-uploaded on, on uh, YouTube probably uh, you know, um, next week. And uh, even in, uh, on Spotify and uh, other podcast platforms. So uh, look for us and please, please reach out to us um, if you have any feedback, because I think they will be so, 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 you know, precious and uh, interesting to know. Because uh, if this is useful for the people who, who watch us, uh, it is also, you know, uh, more useful for uh, for me and us. All right. Uh, yeah. So. Totally agree. I mean, uh, I just want to say it because um, we, we are closing, but this is, uh, I started back in 2009, more or less, my my professional career in, in, in IT. And well, we were not having all these, these resources we have today, but this kind of podcast or resources are something that I consume every day because uh, I maybe the 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 news they're they're trading is not what I really need, but they give me other ways to see and look at things, uh, things that I I cannot every day uh, stay up to date because we are humans we focus on things that that we do during our our work and uh, we need to have some inputs somewhere to to improve our our um, our knowledge and i think that this is one of of the ways we can we can use and i will thank you Giorgio, because you had this you you brought us the the idea and you are keeping it so let's let's go on let's le, with, with this and and hopefully people will send us some feedback also you're making me cry <laughs> no <laughs> no anyway i i think you you know you took the point right uh it, this is like the goal of this uh, this project is to uh, to help 
me, of course, to help all of the people who will jump on uh, on the episode together with me, but also all the people that were uh, gonna watch this. And um, uh, you know, I really hope we we reach the goal. Uh, for sure, this is helping me, uh, and uh, uh, I hope that it will help at least the people who will talk with me. Uh, but we need people to understand how to to help better uh, all of the other people, right? Uh, how this could could be improved, uh, what we should talk about, uh, who should join us, maybe, right? So even reach out if you want to jump on and uh, have a chat together with uh, with us. So yeah, uh, you are more than welcome. And uh, yeah, I think that's a wrap, right? So thank yep. you again for the uh, I don't know. Uh, um thousand time <laughs> and uh i just um you know uh say good night to everyone and see you on the next episode see you bye everyone bye bye